We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. Bullington Capital Report, hosted by Bill Bullington. For the next hour, you'll receive information on current market conditions and trends that could affect your financial future. If you have a question, you can participate in today's program by calling 216-901-0945. That's 216-901-0WHK. You can also reach Bill by going to his website, BullingtonCapital.com. And now, here's Bill Bullington. And we're back. Hey, first of all, I wanted to say thanks to everybody that came out on Thursday night. It's always a lot of fun for me anyway. The uh, uh, Hopefully a lot of people had fun there too. And I did tell everybody I was going to do a, a, a raffle. And I have everybody's card that, that came, so I'm going to actually pick that. This computer didn't come in. So I don't know what's up. The... Um, I'm going to tell on HP because those guys have been really slow. They were six months late delivering my office computers. That really bothered me. And uh, now they're, uh, you know, these things haven't come in on time. So I don't know. They must, uh, must, business must be really good at HP to be delayed that much. But anyway, um, we're going to do the uh, uh, drawing. I've got all the cards from it that everybody had turned in. And we will be announcing that next week. So if you want to stay tuned and I'll send out a little email to everybody that came to uh, uh, notify them of who the winner was. And uh, we'll probably do that, you know, from from now on. Uh, I think uh, they've gotten so inexpensive to do Chromebooks or computers. And uh, it used to be people would save all their statements and put them in a big binder or several binders. And now I think if you uh, just have a little inexpensive laptop that uh, you keep dedicated towards your financial stuff, that that might work too. In fact, with the things that we do, it's you know I think it's perfect. You get everything stored. You can make copies, keep it online. That's a, that's kind of a big deal. The uh, um, so I think it works really well. And and I want to kind of to continue the conversation that we started. Oh, a few weeks ago and talked about it at the seminar. That's basically how to put together a retirement plan. That's one of the things that we get paid for uh, as financial advisors, investment advisors, investment managers, uh, is to do some basic planning. And the basic planning is really all most people need. I mean, there are, you know, if you've got millions of dollars in businesses all over the world, eh, you're probably going to have some accountants that are going to help you with that. The vast majority of us don't really need a lot of that. In fact, uh, the basic retirement planning process is relatively simple. You just have to figure out how much money you have or how much money you think you'll have, how much in income you're going to get from Social Security or pensions, uh, and then you're basically done. That'll tell you what kind of a, a uh, an income you can hope to generate. Well, I shouldn't say you're done. 
then you have to figure out how much risk you want to take. And I've got a super simple process. Now, I use Morningstar for this, by the way. You answer about six questions. Those questions are, are fairly difficult to answer. So I have one overriding question. It's actually, in my opinion, it's better than their six, but theirs have been approved by the U.S. government. <laughs> so uh, I use both. But here's what you can do as an individual. So we need to know how much in savings you'll have for retirement. We need to know what kind of income you'll have. And we need to know what kind of risk taker you are. We get those three questions answered. We can design the, the program. And uh, here's the, the risk question, the, the simple one, that's actually better than the one that you're going to get from Morningstar or Fidelity or Schwab or you know any full-service firm is essentially how much of a decline in your portfolio are you willing to tolerate? How much of a decline in your portfolio are you willing to tolerate? And when you get that number, let's say you've got, I don't know, half a million bucks. Half a million dollars and a a, a ten percent decline, ten percent of fifty uh, of half a million is fifty thousand dollars. You'd be down to four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Are you losing sleep? If you're losing sleep over that, then you need to cut it back to maybe five percent. I'm going to tell you something. If you're not willing to put up with a significant amount of fluctuation, you're probably not going to make much money because CDs and uh, bonds, safe ones, are not paying a lot. CDs aren't paying much. Stuff that's safe where your principal is guaranteed are not paying very much. So if a 10% decline sounds good to you, I'm just going to tell you your average annual return probably going to be somewhere around 2% if you're really good. Think about that for a second, 2%. You know what 2% of half a million is? 2% 2% of 500,000, it's 10,000 bucks. That's before taxes. After taxes, you're probably going to be left with 8,500. Okay, and you if you can live on $8,500, by all means, go into something that's completely secure and safe like a treasury. Okay. But if you can't live on that, then you're going to have to put up with some risk. And it's unfortunate that you can't just lock everything away and guarantee it. And I know there are a ton. If you're talking to people that are talking about annuities and they're guaranteeing a rate that's higher than 3%, I'm sorry, they can't do that without increasing the amount of risk. It's impossible, no matter what they say. And I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. The people that you're talking to that are telling you that you can get these big rates, big bonuses up front, they just don't know any better. That's, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They don't know any better because if they did know any better, that means they don't want you to know what they know. And I'm just assuming that they're probably good people being misled by some crappy insurance companies who put out some marketing material to sell stuff that's not what it appears to be. And they're out there. They are out there. There are thousands, a couple thousand minimally, Insurance companies that sell those types of products, they're not all good. Some of them are, are, are extremely good. Some aren't. And if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. 
You just have to be extremely careful. If you've got annuities, by the way, we'll do an evaluation for you. You want to send it in to us? You want to schedule an appointment to come in and bring it in? We'll go through it together. I'll show you what to look for. Uh, I'll show you what the good ones look like so you can tell the difference. If you've got an uh, old policy out there or annuity contract, you want to review it, you're thinking uh, you'd like to check around to see what other options there are, give us a call. Go to our website. It's a big deal. I use an investment-only annuity. I used to use uh, various types of annuities that would guarantee certain incomes or guarantee uh, death benefits. I stopped using those when the expenses got too high that I didn't think you'd be able to keep up, that the investments wouldn't be able to generate enough return to pay for those expenses and have a lot left over for the client. So I stopped because they changed. They're not the same as they used to be. And some of them are uh, still out there. In fact, you know, this is, talk about bringing up old memories, a company called AXA, insurance company, French company. They tried to go public. The demand for the stock was so low that they had to drop the price significantly. Think about that for a second. Companies coming public, you know what happens with IPOs. Everybody gets all excited. Okay, Yeah, well, they were so excited about this one, nobody wanted to bid on the price that they were offering. <laughs> So it comes in a lot lower. Why? They have variable annuity products. They have other annuity products. And they're not making very much money on them. In fact, that's a big portion of their business. That's the history of that company, by the way. The uh, they Literally, they're trying to do too much. I mean, it's kind of wild, actually. They're trying to offer things and, and to provide things that they just can't. And it's not, there's it's not their fault. You know, they've got actuaries that try to help them calculate what they think they can pay. And when the actuaries are uh, overly optimistic, then, you know, this is what happens. And the same thing, I don't know if you've been reading the, the journal or not, but just a few days ago, most of the big pension plans around the country, um, most of the big pension plans, they actually named a couple local that I'm not going to name again because I don't want to hear from their attorneys. But the, um, the bottom line was there were a, uh, a lot of uh, public pension plans that had estimated that the returns were going to be higher than they came in at. And now they're going to have to do something about it again. They're probably going to have the people that are contributing now are going to have to contribute more and are going to be expected to take less. And because the people that are already in there, they were guaranteed. Those are contracts. They can't go back on those contracts easily. It's expensive. They want to avoid getting sued. So this is what's happening. They're reducing the projected benefits for the persons that are contributing today. They're still pretty good, by the way. You know that, That's the funny part. They're still pretty good. They're just not as good as they thought they were going to be. And when you plan on making 15 to 20% more than you made and you, you estimated that that's what you were going to pay out, uh, yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> the problem, fortunately, has fixes. It's the same types of fixes that have been going on. You actually, the people that are participating today are going to have to contribute a little bit more and they're going to have to take a little bit less. When they retire, that's the solution. Same thing with Social Security. Yeah, we'll be contributing more, and it's probably not going to keep up with the true cost of inflation. 
when you're retired, incidentally, and this is something I haven't heard a single solitary soul. So if you are a PhD candidate looking for a topic for your thesis, here you go. Thank you. I mean, no, you're welcome. <laughs> Not thank you. You're welcome. So retirees, we're getting ready to retire. You could do this if you're an economics uh, PhD candidate. You're looking for a thesis. Here you go. The inflation rate of older people is significantly higher than the inflation rate of younger people. Why? Because when you get old, your body starts to wear out. I'm living proof. (laughs) We all are. (laughs) Anybody that's old enough to have an AARP card (laughs) knows exactly what I'm talking about. And the cost of inflation in healthcare has been triple the regular inflationary expenses. It's gone up about three times faster. So if Social Security is only going up at a rate that's not quite the equivalent of the lower rate that they project, that's not (laughs) age-weighted, that's what I'm going to call the term. It's age-weighted inflation. The age-weighted inflation is much higher than the actual uh, inflation rate And they're only using a portion of the actual inflation rate to inflate the Social Security payment. So, in other words, you're just not keeping up. That Social Security payment's not buying as much as it did four or five years ago. And that's a trend that will continue. Why? Because it can't keep up. Because they also underestimated how long people would live and how uh, uh, how many people would continue to survive. You know, the mortality rates have all improved. That changes everything. So these are the things, the types of things that they have to do. That, that's why the retirement planning process is really not that complicated, by the way. You're going to come up with a ballpark estimate of whatever you think you can live on. If you can't come up with a number, I see this all the time. Well, I don't know what I need to live on. What are you spending now? Well, what's your salary? The, uh, oh, it's blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, let's just use that. Okay. And uh, by the way, if if you don't know what that is, um, now there's something really wrong. <laughs> if you don't know what numbers you get on your paycheck or how much money you earn, that that that's a problem. But if you have an idea of how much you are earning or how much you would like to be able to live on, it's, that's relatively simple. Now we're just going to adjust that for inflation. You tell me approximately how long you want to work, how many, many years you want to work, and I can tell you... Uh, pretty much how much money you're going to need to accumulate to withdraw somewhere between 4 and 5% a year and to be able to last for at least 30 years. And if you do it well, you never run out of money. If you do this really well, you don't run out of money. You leave money behind for your beneficiaries, charities, kids or grandkids. That That's the way it really should work. So for that, all you really need to know uh, to, to do your retirement plan, how much money are you making now? How old are you? Do you know how old you are? <laughs> that's that's a tough one, isn't it? <laughs> I'm kidding, obviously. But you need to know how much how old you are, how much money you've got saved towards retirement now, and what kind of lifestyle you want to have. Then you need to look up your Social Security or any other pensions that you might get. You get that stuff together, and we can pop that into some software, and it'll tell you approximately... At, Based on how much risk you want to take, it'll it'll just pop out a number, lickety split. 
not that hard to do. If you wanted to do it without a calculator, I'll have to actually devote an entire show for that. The, uh, but it can be done. Without a calculator, you can figure out how much money you need to uh, generate to be able to re- have the lifestyle that you want to have at whatever age you are. I'm going to be real candid on this. Most people have misconceptions about a lot of different things when it comes to this. Uh, talk to people all the time. Well, you know, the stock market's average 10% a year, so I'm going to I'm going to bet on 10% a year. Really? Stock market's also been down 50% multiple times. That means you have to watch to see your money be cut in half. You better not be pulling out 10% when it's down 50% because you will run out of money before you die. So that's uh, just one of the things you need to be aware of. There's no need to panic over it. In fact, the average retiree, the average retiree, I'm just talking average, large numbers. Average retiree to maintain their portfolio to supplement their income is needs to be 50% invested in stocks in some way, shape, or form, hopefully an organized method, like a fund or a series of funds. You need to have at least 50% of your money invested that way. And which means that if you had 50% of your money invested that way, you have to have a risk tolerance of about 25%. What do I mean? Well, if you've got 50% of your money in stocks and stocks get cut in half, go down 50% the way they did in 2000 and then again in 2007 through 2009, 18 months, if they were to be cut in half, and you only had 50% of your money invested, you'd only be down, uh, assuming that the other 50% is, inve- is invested relatively safely. Safe, by the way, uh, we'll, we'll have to come back to that. Uh, we're talking about relatively short-term bonds. And there are a lot of quote-unquote safe income-yielding investments that aren't very safe. We'll talk about more about all this stuff when we come back. Listen to Bill Bullington right here on 1420 The Answer. Selfless service is the guiding principle that drives Army National Guard soldiers to be always ready whenever disaster strikes. They are your next-door neighbors and your colleagues in schools, offices, and factories. To be a Guard soldier is to stand ready to serve at all times for family, for community, and for country. To learn more, log on to NationalGuard.com or contact an Army National Guard recruiter in your area. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. If you're tired of your belly fat and you want to get back on track, take the first step and make a phone call. Hey, it's Sarah with Dr. Abood from Nutramost in Solon. Dr. Abood, tell me, how is Nutramost different? We're using the modern technologies of biometric analysis and body sensors. It's going to give us an eight-page printout and say, here's the vitamins and minerals you're depleted in. So now we have a roadmap. And I've had so many friends that went through the program with you. And the one thing I always remember them saying is that they're never hungry. 
on the program. And that's how I feel. If I'm not hungry, I can do any plan you put me on as long as I feel good and I'm not hungry. Tell me, what can someone expect? On the initial visit, plan to spend about an hour and a half with us, and we're going to do some preliminary testing to see if you're a good candidate, and then together we'll decide if the program's right for you. And you can do that for just $27 and 20 pounds guaranteed. At least 20 pounds. Well, what are you waiting for? Call Dr. Abood at Nutramol Solon today, 440-669-0050, or log on, it's slendersolon.com. The world is a dangerous place, sometimes even an ugly place. You come here to help make sense of it all. Our hosts help you understand what all the news means and what to think of it. But we got to be honest, we don't have all the answers. For the rest of the answers, we advise you to visit our partner station. Frankly, they have a better handle on all this. They even know who the winner will be. AM 1420, the answer starts it all. AM 1220, the word ends it all. One goes with the other. From an idea that started in 1967, Our Lady of the Wayside has grown to serve almost 900 children and adults with developmental disabilities throughout Northeast Ohio. It's an operation that is still growing thanks to tremendous support and generous donations like the Wayside's Car Donation Program. You can donate your ride to the Wayside for a great tax write-off by calling 1-800-368-6262. The Wayside is also looking for people to join their team. They hire for attitude and train for skills. Visit thewayside.org to apply. Today. Do you have one of those bathrooms that are old, outdated, or impossible to keep clean? Well, there's a new revolutionary product that transforms most baths in about two days. And it isn't a one-size-fits-all system either or a Band-Aid over the top of your old bath. Joyce Factory Direct specializes in bath makeovers where they completely remove your old, dreary shower tub and replace it with a new custom-fit solution. The result is a brand-new, sophisticated, and stylish bathroom at a great price. Joyce Factory Direct's bath makeover system uses 100% non-porous acrylic, which means it'll stay beautiful for years to come because mold or mildew cannot accumulate. Their experts will help you with designing and choosing between different showers or tubs which are available in dozens of colors and styles, including faux marble, granite, and tile. And like all Joyce Factory Direct products, it's built and guaranteed to last. Call now to schedule your free bath makeover appointment, 440-243-5700, or visit JoyceFactoryDirect.com. And we're back. Hey, I just thought I'd uh, let you know it's 216-901-0945, I believe is the number for the radio station here, uh, WHK 1420, The Answer. And actually, there are lots of answers to lots of questions on this station. So if you'd like to give a call, please feel free to do that. Uh, if you'd like to call me and set up a, a little meeting uh, to go over this, some of this stuff, Retirement plan with with the software we have today, it, it's actually astounding. I mean, it, it's amazing what you can do in four or five minutes. So all you need to know is what your age is. <laughs> you need to know what your income needs to be at retirement. And some people, if you're struggling with that, just take whatever you're making right now. Just start with that. And uh, you need to know how much in savings you have set aside for retirement. And that's about it. You got those three things. We can actually pop out the plan and then you can see what you need to do, how much risk you might, might need to take, how much increasing your fluctuation tolerance a little bit might help your a 
ability to save and earn for retirement, and all that stuff with just three little pieces of information. How neat is that? By the way, that's just because the software is so good now. The software has really improved dramatically over the past 20, you know, 30 years, since I've been in the business anyway. And the uh, if you're already in retirement and you're spending, you can get an estimate of how much risk you might need to take. Maybe you're taking uh, too little. Maybe you're taking too much to be able to generate the income off of your investments the way that you'd like to. And uh, all of this is predicated on basically how much money you have in stocks versus bonds. And we're assuming, you know, when, when we're making assumptions, we're looking at long-term averages of, of indexes, not necessarily the things that, that you're investing in. We're hoping that you come close to the index and uh, we can factor in things like uh, management fees and uh, taxes if you'd like to. But I think it's, it's really interesting that, that you can do this so quickly now. It just, it blows my mind actually. And it's really, it's just not that hard. In fact, I might even uh, have, yeah, maybe in the next commercial break, I'll work up a uh, an example. And so if you have any questions like that, again, feel, feel free to give us a call and uh, talk to us about it. Um, it's basically the specialty at Bullington Capital. I mean, everything in, in my mind, all financial planning was to basically plan for the day when you were too old or just too tired to go to work anymore. And you didn't want your lifestyle to drop because you quit working. That's what I ultimately felt the the goal of financial planning should be. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there that tells you, oh, no, you should be more concerned with your credit card rates. Really? How about this? Just pay your credit card off every month. Don't accumulate debt on a credit card. They charge as much as the mafia does. The uh, That interest that you're paying them, could be money that you're sticking in your pocket. So that kind of stuff, I always thought it was kind of common sense. Just, just pay that off. Have a pretty good idea of, of the, the type of income that you need to have uh, personally. And if you're, having a, if you're struggling with that, just take whatever you're, you're living on now. Now, for some people, that's going to be really, really tough. It depends on how old you are. But the younger you get started, by the way, the easier this is. And uh, as you get closer to retirement, if you've accumulated any assets, it's because you already knew these things. You're already doing them. And uh, maybe, now maybe you're questioning, hey, how much how much longer do you think I can actually live doing this? Or um, a lot of other questions. I've got a couple calls coming in right now. If you'd like to call us, 216-901-0945, 216-901-0945. And I can go on right to Chris. Chris. You Hi. Part? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, I am. Uh... I just want to get an opinion on a, a stock uh, last week. Um, you're coming in and coming out. I can barely hear you. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in a I'm in a basement here. <laughs> okay. How's this? Is it better here? Uh, it sounds like it's a little better. How's this? Is this better? Yep. Yeah, that's a little better. Hey, um, AT hit a six point percent dividend last week. Stock uh, mm-hmm. or six point two. That much risk in the stock at this dividend is that high? There is an enormous amount of risk in AT and T. Okay, an enormous. AT and T is one of those stocks that that their businesses are all under massive disruption. Now, I don't think AT and T is going to crash anytime soon. 
I just think that it's going to, that the road ahead for them is unbelievably difficult. And I would not want to, I would not want to be the CEO of AT&T other than the fact that he makes a whole lot of money. The, uh, uh, and it is a he, by the way, but, um, well, what's the difference between that and Verizon? Nothing. Okay. They're both, they're both, both yes. And you can thank Google for this. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's some technology out there that Google already has a massive head start on these guys on. And it's going to change the cell phone and telephone and cable. It's going to combine them into one service. And Google is is ahead at this stage of the game. Do you remember a company called iOmega? They made a floppy uh, disk that was... Yeah, t- yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. while that was so hot and everybody was going, oh, how do you like that? How do you like that? I'm like, yeah, have you ever heard of a CD-ROM? And people are like, no. Uh, okay, well, you might want to look that up. <laughs> and here's what I'm telling you. You might want to look up 5G because that will that is a game changer and the technology is changing and it's a threat to every uh, cable company every phone company, every cell phone company, and every internet service provider, and every radio station and television station, by the way. It, yeah, but don't they have the five? Uh, who's doing the five? I, I thought Verizon and uh, ATT were the ones rolling out this 5G technology. They're behind. Okay. And they're going to be spending lots and lots of cash to catch up. And they've got a bunch of divisions there. The uh, oh man, they they all do a ton of things now, and it's just really really difficult. I mean, look at AT and T's revenue last twelve months, one hundred sixty billion. It's down uh, a little over three percent from the year before. That is a uh, man. That is a lot of money up for grabs, and uh, and it's up for grabs. Their markets are up for grabs. You the new technology can bypass the uh, telephone, and they don't even have to go to the FCC for that. Think about that for a second. That's never been that way. So I'm not a, you know, I'll own these stocks when they come up in one of my models, one of the models I have, because the models are limiting the exposure to those stocks. And and AT&T is in there right now because its dividend yield is high. At some point in time, AT&T is probably not going to be in there anymore. Yeah, I'm just telling you that from a from a from a logical standpoint, that they're the road ahead for them is tough. That that is a okay. really difficult place to be in. But yeah, I own the stock. <laughs> that doesn't mean I I'm in love with it. I've I've learned that you know this Time I, Warner thing coming up is nobody knows what the what the hell. The no, and, and and that's just the beginning. That the reason that they're yeah. trying to band together to put the two those two companies together is because they see the writing on the wall. It, it, that whole business is changing. Yeah, and a whole bunch of other businesses are going to be changed because of that that technology. It's it's pretty wild. It's interesting. Yeah, but I don't know. So AT and T only makes up. A little over two percent of one of the portfolios I run, so it's not going to kill me or make me rich. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not going to. It's in there right now because the dividend yield's very high. Uh, if the dividend yield drops or they, you know, start losing uh, or don't have positive cash flow, the stock will be gone. And uh, but for now, it, it's a part of one of the portfolios, so I'll own it as long as it m- continues to meet the criteria. Once it's not met the criteria, it's going to be gone. But as far as okay. 
trying to predict what it's going to do. I, I have no idea other than I look at what they're facing and I go, wow, uh, that, that, that's, that's tough. That, that's a really tough thing to have to face. But they do have okay. a lot, you know, got a lot of revenue. Okay. Well, I just didn't, I, you know, you look at these things and it's like, you know, I hate to say it this way, but it, you, you got to believe at be around. Well, <laughs> yeah, some people, some people, uh, some people and thought, you know, that, um, GE would never come down either. Yeah, some no, people thought that IBM were going to, was going to rule the world forever and Walmart and JC Penney and Kmart and Sears before them. The, uh, I'm telling you, the world is, is filled with, with places, Enron was the biggest public utility in the country, and was one of the oldest, one of the most successful. Times change, and that's why I think you have to have you've got to have some sort of methodology that you're following, other than just your gut feel and instinct and what you can read in the papers, because that's it's just not enough. You need more than that, and um, you know, well, it's fun to Google. Other than Google, who else is out there? Oh, there there are a lot of small players. The Google will just yeah. gobble them up, though. The uh, yeah. that's what they've been doing. Remember how Cisco used to buy all those companies up? The uh, um, yeah. very similar. But anyway, I got to okay. run. Okay. But, uh, thanks fine. for calling. Thank yep. Have a good day. And I got to go to. Uh... Hey, Dan, is that you? Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? Hey, pretty good. Good. Hey. Good. Oh, I was just. <laughs> all right. Here I am. You oh. caught me in between. I was on, uh, I, I thought you were talking to him for a little bit longer. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. Hey, hey, you know, um, kind of called to talk about the Cleveland Grace Cornerstone celebration on June 2nd coming up. Right. And uh, like we did last week a little bit, we're getting more and more people signing on to what the Cleveland Grace is in downtown Cleveland. And we've been in Cleveland for 180 years. Yep. And our bill, building is at 1234 Bolivar, and we've been there for 125 years now. And so we're going to have our cornerstone uh, celebration, 125th celebration. And more and more people are signing up to be sponsors and uh, setting awesome. up displays at the, at the uh, Cleveland Grays, downtown Cleveland. One of them, which you might find pretty interesting, is the... Uh, Federal Reserve Bank of Cleveland Money Museum oh, nice. is going to set up a war bond exhibit. Huh. Oh, yeah, that'll be really cool. That's yeah, awesome. So, so we're signing up more and more people. we got the USO, the National Guards coming. Uh, the Western Reserve uh, Theatrical Organ Society will be performing with their Woolitzer organ at the, at the Grays that day. Uh, we'll be doing tours of the building. Now we got the Federal Reserve coming. Uh, we're going to have a cultural area for uh, heritage activities and crafts. Right. And uh, the USS Cod is going to be down there. And we're going to also be taking um, donations to uh, send over for troops that are deployed right now. So if anybody wanted to bring stuff, um, can't, I, I, you know, canned goods clothes, uh, socks, because we're doing a socks for the homeless veterans also at the Cleveland Grays that day, okay. which you'd be surprised how much, how important that actually is. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. donating socks, you know, for the homeless people, and, right. and it's for the homeless vets. But any items that you have, we're going to send over, you know, the troops that are deployed. We're going to be having that going on. And also, if anybody, when they come, if they have flags for retirement, we will take them and retire the flags that are ripped and torn that people don't know what to do with when right. they display mm-hmm. their flags. We will also be having uh, a station for that also. So um, each week, it's more and more people are signing on to us, and it's it's coming along great. That sounds so, good. So uh, I sure I, and it, 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 we you can hashtag us at downtown Castro also. So downtown Castro is is our hashtag, and GraysArmory.com. You can look us up online. But that'll be June second. And we'll be doing uh, free open house, and that'll be from twelve to four. And we'll be doing tours through the building too. Yeah, and that, but, those are the—I can tell you—that's for something that's uh, free. Can't beat it. It's a lot of fun. There's a lot of history there. That the building itself, if you're a, a fan of of construction and architecture, the building—it's worth going down just to see the building. So, yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. And. Um, yeah, and everybody always wants to know what's that castle-looking building there on 14th Street across from Blaine. That's us. That's the Cleveland Grays. You know, so, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I worked with my father, and we worked all over the city of Cleveland remodeling homes, a lot of really old homes, and we would pass that every once in a while. And I was I was almost afraid of it <laughs> when I was little. I thought that looks pretty spooky, but uh, then as I got older, I was like, oh yeah, that's pretty neat. And um, it is. It's a really one of the. I think it's one of the best, coolest buildings in the entire city of Cleveland. So, yeah, um, yeah, and a couple other ones that are are going to be down there that are helping us are the Early Settlers Association for the from the city of Cleveland. The Historic Gateway Neighborhood Corporations is giving us a hand down there. Oh, nice. Cultures and Sailors Monument. So we're getting this is uh, rolling every week. We're getting more and more people involved with it. So I would really like to extend the invitation out there. For people that mark it on your calendar, June second, from twelve to four. Right. And uh, we have our own parking on the uh, west side of the building. Yep. So uh, it'll be a good time. Come on, come off. Yep. But yeah, and I thought you'd really get excited about that war bond exhibit with the yeah, that is, yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna go and spend some time at that one. That's cool. And, uh, and I'll just let everybody knows, know again, you can go to grazearmory.com to learn more about everything that, that Dan's just been talking about. And it's Grace, yeah, And it's spelled G-R-A-Y-S-A-R-M-O-R-Y, Gray's Armory. Yes, Gray's Armory, one word, dot com. And you can hashtag us at Downtown Castle. All right, cool. Well, hey, thanks for calling again. I hear the music. i got to take a real quick commercial break. Okay. I'll, I'll talk, talk to you soon, Billy. Sounds good. Thank you very much. Yep. Listen to Bill Bowling right here on 1420 The Answer. Stay tuned. Do you ever find yourself saying, I need a vacation? Vacation Fixation can help. At Vacation Fixation, we specialize in all-inclusive trips and cruises to Mexico, the Caribbean, and Disney vacations. Why choose us? Our clients book through Vacation Fixation because they are frustrated with online trip brokers and timeshare scams. Whether it's a weekend getaway, a family trip, spring break, or honeymoon, Vacation Fixation will personalize a trip just for you. Want to know the hottest destinations in Cancun, Punta Cana, Jamaica, or Puerto Vallarta? Interested in room upgrades, beach reviews, or details about resort restaurants? 
How about finding a trip with a direct flight? At Vacation Fixation, we take all of your specific travel requests and shop our suppliers to find the best deal. What's the cost? Our suppliers pay us so you don't have to. Call 330-573-8147 for more details. Or you can visit our website at vacationfixation.com. Or check out the deal of the day on Facebook. Vacation Fixation. Bob Vila here with my home improvement tip of the day. How much snow on the roof is too much? That depends a lot on the way your roof was constructed. Steep and smooth roofs tend to shed snow easily, while roofs that are only slightly pitched or flat tend to collect big drifts. Another important factor is the weight of the snow. Removing a heavy snow load can be tricky. If you have a multi-story house, you'd best not be climbing up and down icy cold ladders to dizzying heights. Better to leave that to licensed insured pros who have the right equipment to get the job done right. On the other hand, if you have a single-story home, you can use a long telescoping snow rake to pull snow off the roof. One caution, though, rakes that come into contact with shingles can do a lot of damage, so look for sturdy models with small rollers that keep the edge of the rake away from the shingles. Finally, before you start pulling snow off the roof, put some thought into where the snow is going to land. You don't want to damage your plants. Get more info at BobVila.com and right here at home with me, Bob Vila. Hugh Hewitt sees a strong case for Trump in 2020. It's going to be very tough to beat Donald Trump because people like jobs, people like economic growth. Moreover, the never-Trumpers are trapped in never-Trumpism. It's like they dug themselves a deep, deep hole, and the first rule of holes is stop digging, but they can't because they hate him. The people who hate on President Trump just can't get over it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Bob France at 9 on AM 1420. The Answer. A powerful threat calls for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day. And you can be part of this battle too. Visit standuptocancer.org slash American Airlines to learn more. Together, we can save lives. Looking for a great way to save on taxes? Look no more. Just call our Lady of the Wayside at 1-800-368-6262 and ask about their car donation program. It's simple and it works for everyone involved. You donate your ride, you write off the selling price, and the money goes to help the physically and mentally challenged citizens served by our Lady of the Wayside. The number to call, 1-800-368-6262. Well, you want more, so get more. need your ride to our Lady of the Wayside. And we're back. I'm going to go right to the phones. You'd like to call us, 216-901-0945. And Jerry, how you doing? Good morning, William. Okay, the gentleman who called mm-hmm. um, two times ago was speaking about AT&T. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would assume that pretty much everything you said about AT&T would be truth, uh, also true about Verizon, correct? Right, yeah. Okay. I gotta, I'm glad you called. I have a really good idea for you. Okay. You know how you like to do the buy right thing and uh, sell both puts and calls? Yeah, sure. Well, I own Procter & Gamble, and that's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to st- start writing puts and calls because what happens then is the premium that you get for the put and the call, you can add to the price and take away from the price. 
you know, so let's say I get, I don't know, five, uh, $3. So the right the price right now is is three bucks. I'm seventy three dollars. So I'm profitable all the way up to seventy six, mm-hmm. or all the way down to sixty seven. Mm-hmm. So as long as it stays in that range, I'm profitable, and I'm going to get the dividend, which is close there to four percent right now. Well, okay. Um, in a trader's vernacular, is that called a strangle? Uh, no, it's a combination. It's a combination. Yeah. Okay, I, I was just wondering if there's any, but, but okay. Moving on, I have two stocks for you this uh, morning that I'd like you to. Uh, oh, wait a minute, I got one get, more get other. Well, I got one other oh, thing okay. to tell you. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. So there's this guy he comes to my seminars. His uh, name is Joe Waterman. He's got a meetup group. He was a floor uh, broker uh, for a major institution on the Chicago Board Options Exchange. Okay. He's got Good some night. really really good ideas, and we're going to team up. Uh, I'm going to give him the stocks, kind of like the idea that we're talking about today. Uh, he's mm-hmm. probably listening. He's probably going to be doing something. He His are more sophisticated. He does a lot of really sophisticated stuff, but he can tell you what the risk is, what the potential gain is, uh, what, the, what the possible outcomes are. And he'll, it just rolls off the top of his head because he had to do it so much uh, down sure. on the floor. Sure. So this gentleman's name is Joe Waterman? Yeah, and you can find him. Uh, if you go to meetup.com, he's teaching these uh, courses now. Okay. And okay. I, what I'm thinking is there's this there's this model that I like to use at uh, Bullington Capital uh, where I look at the uh, enterprise value and I divide into that the operating income to give me a yield when I'm looking for attractive stocks to buy. And this would be a really good strategy for the uh, uh, combinations that we we're just talking about. If it's a good stock, I don't mind owning more. I, I don't mind owning more of it if it drops sure. a lot. If it's a uh, good stock and I want to get a dividend plus all that premium for the options, then, you know, that that's pretty good. The, uh, oh, yeah, so. absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, uh, first stock I have is kind of fallen. It has fallen from grace. It's paying a decent dividend of about 3%. It's close to its annualized low, uh, which I tend not to like to buy them when they're super cheap, unless they're dirt cheap, if you, you know what I mean. Yep. But uh, New Old Brands, what, what's your thought on that? Hang on a second. Look that it's, up. it's taken a good whoop, and as I said, paying a solid dividend. Um, it's the kind of stock I wouldn't mind owning if it falls a little further, mm-hmm. so I might sell some puts against it. Well, on a... a uh... I'd probably sell the put and the call. The, okay. Uh, um, but the because on a fundamental basis, the stock is uh, pretty cheap. You look at the price to sales ratio, it's 0. 0.9. Um, mm-hmm. Newell Brands makes a bunch of plastic stuff for sure, all those sure. people that you know don't understand what it is. But there's not a lot of profit margin in that anyway, uh, typically. Uh, you look at their average margins, they're probably somewhere around 4 or 5% net after tax. Which is fine, uh, and that would be right around. That would put it right around where the the current price is. So when it was up at, you know, forty seven, forty eight bucks, it was actually overpriced. Now it's right around where it should be. So if you don't mind owning the stock, you could do the buy right, where you're buying and selling calls. If you buy a little bit of it, let's say you just buy a hundred shares, it's only twenty seven hundred bucks. You're going to get a three and a half percent dividend on it. The uh, if you sell a call premium, you're going to bump that up. Quite a bit, actually. 
Uh, if you saw a put saying, yeah, I don't mind buying another 100 shares, now you're really cooking with gas. And uh, you can just keep doing that over and over and over. <laughs> of course, the share price is going to move. Uh, of course. But, um, it's a stock. Yep. Yeah, that's that's the that's the word, right? Yep. So, uh, but those are that that would be like the type of stock that I think is really appropriate for that uh, type of strategy. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. and when you're doing stuff like this, for all those listeners that are 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 not um, have never done any of this before, go to a class before you do this because you can get hurt really badly if you don't if you make a mistake. You know, if you buy a thousand shares instead of a hundred because you you know you fat finger it, now you got twenty seven thousand shares of a stock. <laughs> that Jeez. that could be bad. That could be real ugly. Yeah, be very ugly. All righty. Um, I received a call from a friend of mine who's in the uh, cybersecurity business out in California a couple of days ago, and he has turned me on to some nice companies over the past. One of them, he said that he feels is going to be pretty good. It took a nasty hit the other day, uh, was Symantec. They uh, are uh, yeah, an antivirus yep. Norton company, yeah, so right. forth and so on. Uh, I, I bought uh, a bit of a stock. I put a uh, uh, sell loss underneath it about 5%. I think it was 5 or 6%. It was kind of following. What do you what do you think the long-term prospects are on that company? I don't know. Like that? Trailing 12 months revenue, I saw that thing, too. I, and I, I, I'd owned the, the stock at times. Uh, they came in with a nasty surprise. Stock was down 33% on sure, Friday. Sure, sure. Uh-huh. But revenues were $4.8 billion. They're up almost 10% year over year. That's not bad at all. The market cap, though, is over $12 billion. So you got a price-to-sales ratio that's about 2.5, which is relatively low for the industry. Um, but given the fact that you know the stock dropped so much on, on pretty bad news, I, you, know, I, you really can't predict what it might do over the next few months. That'd be another one that I'd, I'd kind of I'd be a little bit wary of it. I I hate going into a stock right after a big move, sure, because sure. the volatility levels are high. You could uh, sell if you liked really like this stock though. I would probably uh, sell the puts and the calls because the premium for the uh, puts is going to be through the roof. <laughs> right, right, right. You get a lot of you get a lot of protection on the downside from that. And uh, the calls, you know, you got implied volatility. They're going to be not so much. Yeah, I would probably sell a call that might be just right at the money or slightly uh, slightly out of the money. And uh, that's going to limit your upside. Uh, but the premium that you're going to get for that, selling that put will be pretty good. Well, the thing that kind of concerns me, and that uh, specifically, is the uh, price to earnings ratio. I know you said not to get too worked up about that, but it's uh, if you check the price to earnings, it seems very high at this point. What do you What do you think? Well, that's because the earnings uh, are fluctuating. When they, when they take a, a charge against earnings, uh, earnings uh-huh. is one of the least reliable numbers you can ever use. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's let me say that really slowly. The earnings are the least reliable number. Indicator, yeah. Yes, because they fluctuate so wildly, especially uh, in a really large company that's got a lot of moving parts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, every accountant in the on the planet's nodding their head right now. <laughs> no, yeah. Anybody that's listening to that. So that's why the sales numbers, they're much more accurate, and the uh, operation uh, income from operations uh, are a little bit better to, to use 
there's their improvements over using a price to earnings ratio. I will be honest. I never use the price earnings ratio. I never look at it. I don't, and I rarely look at the earnings unless I'm doing my own calculation and comparing it to other stocks in the same industries. So I'm really looking at other things. How much income did they generate? What's the total cost of purchasing the entire business? And if I divide the operating income by that cost, now I get a yield. And that's the kind of stuff that uh, these private equity firms are looking at. They want to be, they want the biggest bang for their buck. Not, not to say that they don't make a lot of mistakes because they do too. Uh, and that's just because there's so few really, really good deals that are big that they can, uh, you know, they can't leave the money sitting in cash. So many times I think they're just taking, uh, you know, they're swinging at bad pitches just because they've got to do something. And uh, that that's actually a problem that that's become a big problem in the past. Uh, oh, I don't know, four or five years. Uh, central banks around the world have been pumping out money uh, incredibly quickly. And uh, there just aren't that many places for it. That's one of the reasons market cap waiting has done so well, because they don't know where to put the money. <laughs> and the, it's going it's going into those places because there's money printed and it's one of the few places available that they it has liquidity and they can get it back out really quickly. So you're on, on almost every level, large cap, mid cap, small cap, international emerging market, the market cap weighted indexes in those things have outperformed 80 to 90% of the funds in their category in the last five years. That's a little unprecedented. It would be unnerving for me if the valuations were really, really high, but they're not. Right, yet. right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. I have one more question, if you could answer. It's kind of a observation. Uh, a number of the analysts are saying that the um, the uh, North American market, because it was so hot last year, is cooling down. That the uh, emerging markets, the Japanese, Chinese, the uh, over in um, Southeast Asia, uh, the markets are. It's about time for them to become oh, uh, hey, Jerry. strong. Yeah, I, I got to run. The, okay, uh, the, very good. <laughs> thanks. And Brian, I'm sorry I didn't get you. Get to Call me in the office. I'll get you next week, too. This, and I'm here every Saturday morning from 11 to noon on 1420. The Answer. Listen to our podcasts. This show is repeated on The Fish, 955thefish.com. Have a good week, everybody. Good luck and good investing. You just caught another edition of the Bullington Capital Report. Broadcasting every Saturday at 11 a.m. on AM 1420, The Answer. If you have a question and you'd like to speak to Bill personally, you can call him at 330-664-0700. That's 330-664-0700. Or online at BullingtonCapital.com. That's BullingtonCapital.com. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Therefore, no current or prospective client should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, including the investments and or investment strategies recommended and or purchased by advisor or product made reference to directly or indirectly will be profitable. Different types of investment involve varying degrees of risk, and there can be no assurance that any specific investment will either be suitable or profitable for a client's investment portfolio. No client or prospective client should assume that any information presented serves as the receipt of of or substitute for personalized investment advice from the advisor or any other investment professional. The preceding program has been paid for by Bullington Capital Management, LLC. The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. Need a CPAP? 
then we need you. We're CPAP.com, and we carry popular brands of CPAP equipment, including ResMed, Respironics, and more. To move inventory, we're selling some of our ResMed CPAP machines at prices lower than you would think. Learn more about these affordable ResMed CPAPs at CPAP.com. We'll even provide free shipping on your ResMed machine orders, so you'll get it fast when you enter the promo code RADIO. The best part? No insurance needed. Our CPAPs are priced so low, they can even cost less than your copay and deductible through insurance. CPAP.com has shipped over a million orders and carries a large inventory of sleep apnea equipment. With little retail overhead and no middlemen, we're the best way to get affordable, comfortable sleep apnea equipment at incredibly low prices. Again, CPAP.com has a large inventory of ResMed CPAPs and is offering free shipping on these devices. For these great deals and others, visit CPAP.com. Don't forget to enter the promo code RADIO. That's R-A-D-I-O. Unison presents a bedtime story. A lot of people ask me, Hey, Einstein, how do you get all those ideas? My formula is simple. Get a good night's sleep. Because sleep equals dreams. And dreams are where the magic happens. With Unisom Sleep Tabs, you get your dreams faster because you'll fall asleep 33% faster. So good night, sleep tight, and keep your dreams alive with Unisom. Versus placebo in a clinical study. Use as directed. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com slash hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. You've been lied to. Lied to by corrupt Washington politicians and the Wall Street propaganda machine. Hi, I'm Inc. Magazine bestselling author Brett Kitchen, and I want to give you a free copy of my brand new book, Wealth Beyond Wall Street, because we all know another market crash could be right around the corner. After losing 35% in my IRA in the crash years ago, I said enough, and since then I discovered a way to grow money potentially double digits, reduce taxes dramatically, and also have my money protected when the next stock market crash hits. When the next market crash hits, you lose nothing. Call Wealth Beyond Wall Street now to get your free copy and and talk with a specialist to discover this little-known strategy to get potential double-digit growth during good years and never lose when the next stock market crash hits, all while building